Chief. Welcome, everybody, and good morning. Happy Sunday morning. The fourth week of the NFL is ahead of us. We're the world's best fantasy show. That's terrible. Down below is the Green Bay Packers' best fan, the mouse, Tyler. <laughs> good morning, guys. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, week four is underway, as you said. Excited. Hopefully, uh, we'll see the Bears bounce back after what was a horrific loss last week to the Cleveland Browns. I, I could rant about that all morning, but Tyler, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, excited for another fantastic day of football every Sunday. So the best day of the week. Can't can't wait every Sunday. Well, it's turning into the way the schedule makers are doing it. It's turning in. The best games are Sunday night and Monday night. Look at this week. You know, we could even start there. That's why we are the world's best fan of the show. We can go all the way till tomorrow. We got to live all of us till tomorrow, but are you guys like me? I'm getting a little bit tired of Tom Brady. That's my feeling. And I've always liked him, but I'm getting oh. tired of all this crap. Oh, absolutely. And I think the guy's going to play till he's 50 years old. There's no indication. Everybody says that he wants to go to 45, but with the level that he's playing and the talent that they've put around him, I could see the guy playing for another six years yeah i mean 
people are sick of hearing about it, everything Tom Brady does, but you got to look at it from the media standpoint. We have never seen any player in any sport do what Tom Brady is doing. We're witnessing Damn. greatness every single week. So it's just it's just a storyline every week so the media is just going to keep harping on it because they know right. this isn't this isn't going to keep going on forever. We got to milk it while we can. His press conference the other day where he was all hoarse and his face looked drawn, he looked sick. He did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he really did in this world we're living in with COVID and everything else. We don't know, you know, uh, uh, what this guy is. But I'm just getting uh, sick of it. And the pressure on him, they showed on, uh, there was a crowd last night. If you people go to ESPN and watch SportsCenter, there was a crowd last night at the Tampa Bay Airport. I mean, at uh, yeah, at the New England Airport. When Tampa Bay's plane came, the fans just around there cheering Tom Brady. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Tom Brady's always going to be a patriot to, you know, 90% of the fan base. You've, you've got the 10% that are pissed off that he left, but overall, you know, New England fans are always going to be appreciative to him as they should because I don't, I don't think that Belichick has the success with another quarterback that he had with Tom Brady for the rest of his career. Mac Jones, as good as he's looked early on, is not the next Tom Brady. Nobody's going to be the next Tom Brady. Nobody is. Okay, as long as we're at that game, uh, for everybody to inform them, Rob Gronkowski is not playing today, tonight, tomorrow night. (laughs) Right. Tonight, tonight. You know, is there any other significant injuries in that? At the game, I don't see any, but that, he's losing his favorite receiver. But Antonio Brown is back. Antonio Brown is back, uh, and then James White is on IR. He is out, out. for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's out for the season. Drop him if you have him on your team, and that's a big loss. He's one of the best at a receiving money back out of a backfield. It's going to be interesting. Are you going to touch on that game later, Tyler, uh, for gambling purposes? I am not. So at this point, it's like 95% of the money coming in is on Tampa Bay. And from experience, we've all, uh, I think it's seven and a half now. I was going to say it was seven and a half when I looked. Okay. So yeah, 95% of the money is in on it. And we've seen time and time again, when you have more than 90% of the public on one side, things tend to go the other way. So I was planning on waiting to see what would happen leading up until that game because you know right after the 3 o'clock game, everybody's going to be throwing even more money at the Sunday night game. Right, and I'm, right. I'm hoping I can get New England at 8.5, and, a half, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the points. I don't think they win at all. But if 8.5 with 95% of the public on one side, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade the public on that. Vegas could take a bath on that. And I, for whatever reason, think this is a game that Belichick wants to win more than any game this year. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to go with the Patriots. You've got the the entire revenge narrative, right? The the coach getting... What What revenge? They talk revenge. He wanted to go to somewhere else. He wasn't respected. Uh, Belichick wanted to try something. And don't forget, Belichick wanted to replace him with uh, Garofalo. Yeah, it was yeah, 20, that is correct. 27, 2017 is when Belichick wanted to move on from Brady and go to Garofalo. Right. And Kraft blocked that, correct? At the time, yep. he said, no, that's right. not happening. Yeah. Okay. Has this ever happened and we're going to move on? Hall of Famer, we know that they should break the rules when pay, when Brady retires. They should call it the Brady Award and put him right into the Hall of Fame. Whose cap does he wear? Oh, he has to wear New England. Yeah, I think it's, it's I, completely disrespectful well, if he goes up there in a Tampa Bay hat. I mean, unless he, 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 he unless he be plays for Tampa, for unless three he plays for Tampa for Super Bowl, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. If he I think... won another Super Bowl on Tampa, 
I don't know. He's saying okay. all the right things. But he, and I'm he telling still you, won, what, five with New England then? Yes, six, yeah, isn't so it? Yeah, I, uh, I think he has six altogether. I think five are with New England. I'm still going with the Buccaneers. Hey, to me, the best game of the week is tomorrow night. And that's the Chargers at home with the Raiders. Will the Char- There'll be more Raider fans in the stadium than Charger yep. fans. Still don't know why they moved to L.A., but, uh, you know, they got a new stadium that's not theirs. It's like the Clippers, when they were playing, uh, you know, it's the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but you'll see more Raider fans. And are the Raiders for real, guys? Josh Jacobs, back, I think, he's playing tomorrow night. So, as of now, Derek Carr is leading the league in – uh, passing yeah. yards and touchdowns, I believe, uh, yep. coming into this week. The guy's playing phenomenal football. I don't – I think the Raiders are going to implode at some point during the season, so I'm not – Because that's John Gruden's way. Yes. He just implodes. I'm not too keen on taking them for bets or anything like that at this point. They have a great tight end if you were lucky enough to scoop him up for fantasy purposes, but – I, the Raiders are a tough team for me. I think eventually they'll implode, and you'll see more of the same that we've seen year over year over year. I think they're and a wild I don't card. Think so I think this is the year. There's something about it. I'm a big Raider believer. Tomorrow night that they'll come in, and and it's really there's no home field advantage tomorrow. And I think Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, and those two uh, wide receivers, and of course the tight end you're talking about, uh, Waller. Yes. Uh, I lost my first game of the year because of that jerk. Who now, <laughs> by the way, 2022, he's going to be the second tight end taken, not George Kittle. Waller will move up to number two next season because George uh, we'll, Kittle. We'll see. I think there's a lot of football left to be played, and I think Kittle's going to iron it out and figure it out. Kittle might miss the this. Stretch. Kittle might miss this week, and actually Waller by ADP was the second tight end taken this year. Well, I had a Kittle? Yeah, I had a Kittle. I mean, I'm sure other than the unsuredness of the quarterback situation, uh, let's go, oh, well, uh, you guys, Raiders, Chargers, who do you like? Uh, as much as I hate to say it, in this one, I'm going to take the Raiders just because they've been – uh, offensively, they've been extremely stout the last few weeks. Uh, well, all season so far, they've been extremely offensively stout. And I just don't think that Justin Herbert and the Chargers have enough to keep up. We got a question here in the chat real quick, guys. Brissett or Tannehill in a full PPR league? Well, Tannehill has no receivers. Mm-hmm. So unless you get points for handing off to um, you know Derrick Henry, Shame to say, but Brissett, to me, is a better quarterback than uh, Wentz. I would go with uh, Brissett, not even a second thought. I I mean, yeah, I would agree. I think those are rough options, but I don't know. We've seen seen years and years of Jacoby uh, Brissett production, and it's not good. I think think you still got to go with Tannehill, even – even with all the injuries he has, we've seen Derrick Henry more involved with the pass game over the last couple of weeks. I think you see a decent amount of dump offs to him. And then, I mean, you still got a cake, cake matchup going against the soft Jets defense. So, I mean, I, they still got like Chester Rogers, Nick, uh, I think it's Nick Anderson is their wide receiver one coming into this week. Not good options, but I think Tannehill is. 10 times better a quarterback than Jacoby Brissett. We we have another important comment here in the chat that we need to highlight real quick. Facebook user saying fire <laughs> Nagy and Pace. Well, Facebook Before user, the game, wouldn't that be great? Would you guys there in Chicago love the fact that, you know, whoever is doing the uh, play-by-play calls up and thinks, and they say they got fired before the game? So... 
to comment on that, in my in my humble opinion, and I may be wrong, uh, Bill Lazor is calling the plays today. Bill Lazor is calling plays. It's not going to be Matt Nagy, and we know that Justin Fields is going to be the starting quarterback. That was leaked by Shefty yesterday. So with that being said, I think that we see a completely different offensive game plan this week against a much softer defense with the Detroit Lions. I think Justin Fields has a confidence game, and I'm going to go out there on a limb and say he throws and or combines total for three touchdowns, and maybe even Montgomery gets one and the Bears win 28-21, to I'm going to say, against the Lions this afternoon. Hmm. I'm taking the Lions. I think uh, – and you know what? They've been playing tight football. They've been playing good yes. football. DeAndre Swift is really good in the backfield uh, and everything else. There's something about last week's Bears performance and Justin Fields' performance really bothered me. Maybe that's why Nagy didn't think Justin Fields was ready to be a starter. The kid I had less see. than one second to get the ball out. Point seven, <laughs> seven tenths of a second. Tom Brady can't even get the ball out in seven-tenths of a second. I mean. Okay. But the offensive line hasn't proven that they can stop anybody from coming into yeah, the back. I'm going to the Lions. I'm going to the Lions in a double-digit victory. Oh, man. Oh, you're if, killing me, Space. If that, if that happens, Nagy has to be fired immediately after the game. Don't I, don't even don't even have him in a meeting or anything. Tell him to pack his was, bags and get the hell out of the building. That was the but other the point McCaskies that I was going to allude to. Is if, just, if Justin Fields and the offense struggle again today, I would have to think that Matt Nagy is fired after the game. There's... Historically, the Bears have never fired a head coach right. during season. the regular season. Because they this don't want to be the one, not working. This may be the one exception to the rule, just because at this point, if you see Nagy come out here and do the same thing and risk potentially getting Justin Fields hurt, that is, you are hurting the development and the future of your franchise here in Chicago by allowing Matt Nagy to incompetently coach that young stud. Remember one thing. It's easier being out here for me in 12 years removed from Chicago to not be the ultimate Bear fan. Of course, Maybe yes. there's a reason. Maybe we're all getting fooled. How many quarterbacks were taken before him? Three. And, you know including Denver, who maybe Denver knew they didn't need a quarterback the way uh, Bridgewater's playing. But right. I'm telling you, there's something that I don't buy. Is Justin Fields, did we feel the same way? Would we have felt the same way when Wayne Haskins came out? And now look at Haskins. I mean, didn't Fields replace Dwayne Haskins in Ohio State? I think he's started after Haskins had uh, went into the NFL already. Yes. Okay, I mean, I'm not completely sold. I saw a nervous kid playing last week. And Would I you want rather, Fields to succeed. I'm, I'm sorry, ahead. Space. Would you rather have Fields, Fields or Heineke on your bench? <laughs> uh, field, fields long-term, but he, I actually like Heineke this week yeah. as a streamer. Heineke, I think don't think it's had under 20 fantasy points yet. I'm going to look that up. Uh, and I like but, Heineke better because Heineke's head has always been a bench player. Fields in his head is a starter, starter, starter. And the question was on the bench, I'd rather have Heineke. So I've got two Bears questions for you guys before we move on. One, if Justin Fields has a terrific game this week, does Matt Nagy put him back on the bench for the Red Rocket when no. healthy? Terrific game. He starts the rest of the year or till injury. Tyler? Yeah, I, I think he goes back to the Red Rocket. He's, he keeps saying over and over again, Andy Dalton's our starter when healthy. And I don't think a game against the Lions, even if Justin Fields comes out and lights it up, is enough to move the chain towards him. And he, he should be fired more for that reason than losing to the Lions. You know, that's, that's his belief. 
that's my biggest issue is it's not it's never been about what Justin Fields can or will do. It's right. from the start it has been we Seinfeld promised Andy Dalton the starting role. So now we've got to come out here and let him start and Andy's our guy and Andy Dalton's been in the league for what 12, 12? years? 12 we years. know Something we like know that. what this guy is. He's not going to get any better. He played like dog shit in Dallas. He played like dog shit his last few years in Cincinnati. I I don't understand Matt Nagy's conviction to go back to him if Justin Fields pictures. falls out. Maybe Andy has pictures of, uh, you know, McCaskey, uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> Nagy together. Maybe there's pictures. All right, let's move on to Tyler's game of the week. We got the Steelers coming into Green Bay. Interesting game. This is this going to be the last time we ever see Ben Roethlisberger as a starting quarterback? Boy, I, I is don't. he looking bad. Mike Tomlin's not benching Ben Roethlisberger, in my opinion. I, I think Ben Roethlisberger might bench himself. Not on purpose like that, but if they go into the Packers and it's a non-competitive game, that's the easiest bet on the board for me, I think, today. That the Packers are going to roll over the Steelers at Lambeau. Um, and it's time. Roethlisberger should have retired. We all agree with that, correct? They yeah, didn't go out yeah. and get a quarterback. You got uh, what's that bum's name that's been backup quarterback for years there? Um, Rudolph they got the into the fight with the guy for the helmet. Who? Rudolph the Red Nose. Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, Packers roll all over them, and I don't think there's any. Uh, is JoJo Schuster? There is an injury on the Steelers. Yes, Juju, I believe, is playing, but Chase Claypool is out. Yeah, Juju is good to go. That could be big Man, for I'm anybody that has Juju because he may get a lot more usage with uh, uh, Claypool being down. So I would, Well, Deontay I would Johnson say, is the play here. Yeah, I would say Juju would be a lot more attractive if Deontay Johnson was missing this game. But right. we've seen over the last two years now when Deontay Johnson's on the field, Big Ben he's hyper targets him. Oh, yeah, he, he targets yeah. him like crazy. Yeah, he's a stud. So I love the Packers and the Steelers. You know, uh, that's it. Here's another game. Boy, the NFL's pushing up every week some great games. Broncos home against the Ravens. Great game. Great game. Guys? I think I think the Broncos pulled out at home. I don't I don't think Baltimore goes and in there. You've and you've got Judy out. out, and now they just lost uh, Hammer. What's the kid's name? KJ Hammer. KJ Hammer. Yeah. yeah, he's out. So take Emmanuel Sanders. Big game coming today. Emmanuel Sanders is and on the Bills. Yeah, what, what am I thinking? I just spaced that out myself. You know, it's, it's early here. I haven't gotten high yet. Uh, I think I watched another episode of The Sopranos, which I am doing. And I'm going to take this break out here. Tarbell and I were talking. For all you fantasy freaks out there, the man below has never watched one Sopranos episode. I Actually, he was tied with Michael Gandolfini for a while. <laughs> Tarbill loved it. I loved it. It was good. I wanted it to be great for anybody out there. It's an enjoyable movie. It's like all of a sudden people become experts. Knocking. Remember when uh, Scorsese was it last year? All the hype around the Irishman. Well, it's not Goodfellas. It's not Godfather. It's not. So what? Can't it just be a good movie? Oh, mm -hmm. I thought the Irishman was a tremendous film. I loved it. Was it a little long? Yes. Give me an hour and a half movie, and I'm happier than a pig in you-know-what. You give me a three-and-a-half-hour movie, even The Godfather. I thought it was too long. Hmm. Yep, I you know, would agree with you The older you there. get, you get a weaker bladder. You got to go pee-pee. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only well, – go ahead. I'm sorry, Tarbell. I was going to say, why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll finish wrapping that up. And take a pee-pee. And I have – 
I have an interesting uh, Hall of Fame question for you guys when we come back. So That's cool. Stay right here uh, on the World's Best Fantasy Show on 1252 Sports. We'll be back with you in 60 seconds. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations. And most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team. And was there any any place for us, the Bears, to move to Lockport? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I would love it. Then we could get Nick and Ivy beer at the game. I'd take it. So what's your Hall of Fame question? Okay, so not to derail the Sopranos talk, because I did love that movie, but the Hall of Fame list, the eligibility came out, uh, I believe two weeks ago now, and a guy that I very strongly believe should be in the Hall of Fame, and I want your guys' opinion on this, the man who changed the kick return rule, Devin Hester, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes, first ballot. Yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think he gets in first ballot, though, but I think he is a Hall of Famer. I I also agree with you, Space. I think he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Anybody that had an impact on the game the way that Devin did. The way they did, mm-hmm. yes. Deserves. He changed the way. I, I saw there was a kid yesterday, I forgot which college game I was watching, returned one, and kick returners on special teams that do their crap that know how to get behind their blockers Devin Hester was the best and if he doesn't get in it's cheating thank you Rob <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think I think he deserves to be a first bail Hall of Famer I don't think they that he personally gets it I think he has to wait two or three years before they finally let him in I, I think right away you I know think he as- proved it as much as they can say that they changed the kick return rule for player safety, et cetera, that was a big part of it. But I also, and maybe it's me being a Bears fan, I also believe that that was in part changed because of the amount of returns that Hester was running back in his career. And remember what, when he didn't get the ball, what he did to the kicking team he changed the way they kicked they yes. were always kicking to the other side to keep it away from him uh, hester goes in hey guys there's a big big game out here in los angeles this afternoon two three and oh teams cardinals come in to visit the rams cardinals have always played bad against the rams but i don't care because that's yesterday's news. I think the Cardinals come in. The Rams are going to have a letdown after last week's big game. I love, love, love the Cardinals, and I think Murray is this year's most valuable player. Uh, Kyler Murray is absolutely electric, I will say that. I think it's too early in the season to say that he'll be the MVP, but he's a great player. Uh, They've built a good team around him thus far, and I do believe they pull a win out today. I I think yep. the Rams I think the Rams pull it out. I mean this this is probably the best game of the week right here. This is this is the best. You know, match. and there's a lot of good games. Uh, it, it's the best game by far because first of all you got two three and a team. Somebody mm-hmm. walks home, flies home or walks home uh, as a loser, and the records change. That division's unbelievable, but. I just like the Cardinals in this game for whatever reason. I think the Rams are going to have a come down game, and uh, yes. after last week, what they did. I absolutely Another agree with great you there. game. 
in the NFC West. Another great game. Seahawks go into San Francisco. I've got Unusual San Francisco. Huh? You got them? I've got San Francisco in this game. I think that they You're saying the Seahawks are over because they've never lost three in a row. <laughs> and this would be it. I'm not saying the Seahawks are over. I think that that is such a – I mean, that's more of a rivalry than the Bears-Packers are in some ways, the Seahawks and the 49ers. There's so much hostility between those teams every time they play, and both teams play with 120%. I think that San Francisco pulls this one out. I think Russell Wilson, uh, great quarterback, obviously a lot of people have – compared him collegially and Justin Fields uh, kind of with similar skill sets. But I think I think San Francisco pulls this one out. I think they have a hell of a game. I think it's uh, going to be a high-scoring game, and I think San Fran pulls it out. Who's the running back? Uh, so Elijah Mitchell is out. No, I thought he's still on the injury list. Yeah, he is out. Trey Sermon is starting. Okay. Do with that as you will, but I mean, he only got ten rushing attempts last week. Right, right. he looked. He, he, he was bad without scoring a touchdown. I know it's only three games, but is Kittle one of the most disappointing fantasy players so far this season? I would say absolutely yes, because if you have him on your team, you drafted him high, and he's definitely not performed as a first round fantasy draft pick so far this season i mean he he's been disappointing but he is still tight end six on the season so i mean he's he's not hurting you too bad he, he has been disappointing. Well, he's not what you drafted him to be but who's he, tight end three out of curiosity because you obviously have you obviously had uh who we just talked about waller who's tight end three on that list uh Total points so far on the season, Travis Kelsey is one, Rob right. Gronkowski is two, Darren Waller is three. Right. Gronkowski's out. Who's fourth? Uh, TJ Hawkinson. Really? He's a good player, and he's in a light up against the Bears. You watch it, this. Oh, <laughs> stop it, Space. You, stop it. Could you guys take a who is, is? Here is a game that interests me like there's no tomorrow. All the hype on the Cowboys. The 3-0 Panthers, the 3-0 Sam Darnold-led Panthers go into Cowboys Stadium. Who do you like in that game? Uh, two things there. One, I said it last week and I'll say it again. This goes to show how incompetent Adam Gase was as a play caller. <laughs> uh, secondly... I like Carolina in this game. I think Sam Darnold's going to come out, light it up, and we're going to have a 4-0 Carolina Panthers team. What do you I think? think? to 17-0. I mean, Tyler? I think, Dallas, I think Dallas pulls it out. CMC is out for the Panthers, which is a huge, huge loss. I but think, they uh, have – watch out. Here's my guy. Gets over 100 yards today for Carolina. Chubba. I love that. I'll, I'll have anybody on my team with the name Chubba. Yeah, no, I I think Chubb Chubb was a competent replacement, but he is nowhere near the the talent well, of nobody McCaffrey. Is. But a uh, quick question the, here in the chat: McCaffrey's never had a quarterback like Chubb, like uh, uh, Darnold. Quick question Kirk here in the Crowder. chat: Kirk. Kirk or Crowder in the full P Kirk in the flex? Crowder, you got to rely on uh, uh, Zach Wilson. And Crowder is just coming back from injury too, so right. I mean, and I he's think a great Osborne receiver, but Kirk, Kirk might be one of the top five surprises of the year. I liked him the last year, but not to the level he's performing now. Uh, another question here in the chat: Who would you play in a non PPR, Juju or Rondell Moore? Juju. Tyler, I, I'd go with Juju. It's just. I do like Rondale Moore. He has the ability to take any any pass to the house, but you you got to look at who's in the wide receiver room for those two teams right now. The Steelers, it's just down to Deontay and Juju, and then for the uh, the Cardinals, you got Hopkins, AJ Green, Christian Kirk, and then Rondale Moore. 
you know Nuke is Nuke Hopkins, he's going to get a majority of the targets and then it's just splitting up between the other three guys. I think you gotta go with Juju yeah. there. I, I would I buy would the sake well. of numbers, you gotta go with Juju. Yeah. You just you just have to there's no uh there's no way around it. Okay, let's go into Buffalo. Buffalo wins again against the Texans, not even close. And mind you, you know, the Texans are playing some good ball defensively, but you got to go with Buffalo and Buffalo. You, you know who's a coach over in Houston on the defensive side of the ball? Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. Matt Nagy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could be after this week. Who knows? Uh, I'm. I'm on the get Matt Nagy the fuck out of Chicago train as well as, you know, probably 90% of our listeners that are Bears fans are. But realistically, that this ties back into the to the Bills. Their offensive coordinator is probably going to be a head coach somewhere next season. Uh, could he possibly be the replacement for Matt Nagy in Chicago? Uh, probably. The the coaching situation, when you look at it, look at Urban Meyer. I think he's performing like every – don't forget, Saban failed in the NFL. And I think Urban Meyer's proving that, you know, that wasn't a bad offense he inherited in Jacksonville. And that team's probably going to go 0-17. Or two and fifteen at the best. There is no way Jacksonville wins more than two games. Yeah, no really? way. And uh, huh? Really? There's yeah, no they, way Jacksonville no. wins more than two games. Yeah. Look at their schedule. Bad. They're pretty terrible. And you know what? So is Urban Meyer. He'll be back think... in college next year. Yeah, I think he he's goes probably back to sorry. He probably would go to USC right now and give up his Jacksonville money in a heartbeat. If he knew that USC game was going, I wonder if he would have even taken the job if he knew that was opening. Mm -hmm. Uh, It makes you wonder. We got a question from Trey here in the chat. Uh, Full PPR league, choose to Debo, Deontay, Galladay, or Allen Robinson. I'd take uh, everybody but Allen Robinson. Robinson's disappeared. Could could you toss that back up there again? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I I think I got to go with uh, Debo Samuel and Deontay Johnson there. Yeah, I would What's agree. What's happened, guys, to Robinson? Robinson Matt is Nagy. yeah. He's being Matt Nagy. Okay, we you have a top five Matt wide Nagy. receiver. Who's the offensive court? Oh, he is. <laughs> You have a top five wide receiver in the league and you make him run fucking curl routes for 12 yards. That's what happened to Allen Robinson. I mean, and let's talk, let's be honest. And everything we read in preseason before we drafted, everybody loved the kid Darnell and he's disappeared. Yeah, absolutely. Also, no, you can, can't. Can trust I trust Tannehill? If not, I have okay, to, I have to ask Trey us. Is that Trey Sermon? I have to ask you, can you put that back up, Tarbell? Yeah. I have to ask, you mean to tell me Carr is not Trey S on anybody's team in your league? Do you have a 16 league? How can Carr not be on anybody's team? So Carr, I will tell you his roster percentage right now. I can tell you it's not very high. I believe it's in the 50s, 60s. Okay. Got our guy Alan Bratcher here. Don't get me started. We still love Mooney. <laughs> hey, I love Darnell Mooney, but he just hasn't had any very many chances this season. Uh, make sure I you mean, make sure you tune into Alan's pregame show, uh, Bears fans with a brain. After we get done here, right around ten o'clock. So Alan uh, does a great job. Bear fans yeah. with a brain are going to start putting a gun up to their head if this team. <laughs> doesn't win today if this team we're going to be talking next Sunday, guys oh and i do have to tell you <laughs> 10 team trace trey has put up 10 team okay i could see car being the 11 in the draft you would have taken Tannehill over car i can see it well drop Tannehill, take car uh 
I definitely could see that. Yeah, when you don't have receivers to turn to and you got Derek Carr, take Derek Carr. Uh, we already touched on this, but just for the sake of it being brought up in the chat, any chance Big Ben rebounds this no. afternoon against the Pack? <laughs> I, I'm going to say yes. He lights it up for six touchdowns against Tyler's oh, shitty Packers. I'm just kidding. No. No way. <laughs> I lined it up for he gets six points. Uh, that might even be a stretch. Tell me a little bit, thinking of staying on that, in my draft and in so many other drafts, I'm sure Najee Harris went first. Najee Harris' running ability, when you don't have an offensive line, shows that no matter how good of a running back you are, you're not going to shine. And he hasn't yes. proven to me anything running. I love the kid. You know, he probably wished he had the Alabama offensive line and the wide receivers he had last year. So, yeah. so you're poo-pooing on Najee Harris right now. Najee yes, I Harris, am. Najee Harris is running back eight in PPR right now, right, right along where he was drafted. He is, he is not hurting you. He is not disappointing and disappointing you. Because he's he's involved in every asset of that offense. He has not played less than ninety five percent of the snaps in any game so far this year. They have nobody behind him. He's going to be involved. I, I think you're just being too rough on Najee. Leading up into the season, you were all because over I thought Najee. I had in my draft the seventh pick in the first round. Najee was gone by the time it got to me. And I love Najee and everything else, but I thought he would just be running. I didn't know the Steelers' offensive line was that bad. I didn't know. Now, answer me a question, both of you. We got a yawner of a game, the Giants uh, versus the Saints. And weren't we all bragging about Daniel Jones last week? Um, Were the Saints playing? Uh, New Orleans. It is their first game in New Orleans. They're okay, playing so they in New Orleans? They are playing okay. in New Orleans. After the hurricane and the fire on the roof, they're back home? Yep. Yep. I wonder if it's going to be a full house. Oh, I would absolutely think so. so. It's going to be electric in there, dude. They're going to they're gonna absolutely destroy that Giants offense. That place is going to get rocking. Yeah. I've I've got New Orleans defense in, in both my uh, – fantasy leagues right now and I'm I think I'm riding with them the rest of the season the way they've been playing I mean they've cons- their defense has consistently got me I believe 15 or more points every week so far this season so hey before we take another break guys I want to take it to Philadelphia and say if you were a chief fan and lived in Kansas City are you getting a little worried Are you getting a little worried? Let's go back to the Super Bowl where they were embarrassed. And then this year, uh, are you getting a little worried? About Pat Mahomes or the offense in general? I said the Chiefs in general. I'm never going to worry about Mahomes, but they've never groomed a second receiver for him. And now they've got one. He he won't play Josh Gordon. He's not going to finish the year. He's not a... A savior. I mean, I'd worry about the Chiefs this season. I don't think, and they have no defense. They've proven that. I I think they definitely are regressing. I think Pat Mahomes is good enough to overcome a little bit of that, but you've got to get some solid receivers around him. Other than Tyreek Hill, who do you have? I mean, Kelsey. Well, you have Kelsey. Well, Kelsey, but you, you yeah, don't need like a receiver. receiver. Yeah, you don't need a second. You know, he plays like a receiver, but you have Hardman never did what he was supposed to do, be a complimentary wide receiver. And, uh, you know, you double-team Hill uh, and you double-team Kelsey, and the defense, you're always in the game. It'll be interesting to see how Philadelphia plays, how uh, Hurts plays against the Chiefs' defense. It's going to be a very – I said, hopefully, Somebody well. Hurts. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I took the advice from my guy to mouse on that one and 
drafted him in both my leagues, and he's done well so far for me for where I got him. So, the, those Who's your biggest surprise, both of you, this year as a team doing really good and doing surprisingly poor, leaving the Bears out of that connotation? I think the surprise being a great or a good team so far has got to be the Raiders. I mean, we touched on it a little bit earlier. They're three and zero, right? And it could be the Cardinals right after the Raiders, right? Yep. And then, and uh, what we... about the bust? I'm going Washington football team. I I expected the Washington football team to be bad, and then, uh, okay, obvious... one of the biggest biggest letdowns so far. And I had him very high ranked before the season, Antonio Gibson. It, he it, has it done has, nothing. It ah, has look been at a Allen, good call. Panthers surprised. But you know what? Darnold was supposed to be good. He got out of you know, he got out of the Jets system, got out of Adam Gates, and look at how he's playing. Without McCaffrey. What did McCaffrey mm-hmm. play? One full game? Uh, and McCaffrey played, might be right. broken. This might be it for McCaffrey. <clears throat> These injuries start creeping up. I mean, McCaffrey played the first two games. He just he got hurt last week. Yeah, right. I I wouldn't be too worried about CMC at this point, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll see when he bounces back uh, if there's any lingering effects of that injury or if he just goes right back into what he's done I historically. I don't think you know surprise team. Big- Surprise team, talking about it, we have to mention, have to mention the Bengals. They looked pretty good Thursday night, even though it was against a terribly uh, atrocious Jacksonville team. But uh, Burrow's a a solid quarterback, and he's got some receivers on that team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even against the Bears, Joe Burrow threw, what, three picks in a row and then was marching his team down the field. And was still in the game. Yeah, still in the game. That that speaks volumes to any any quarterback that can throw three picks consecutively and then get get his head on straight and get his team back in a game. That's Joe Burrow's something special. I like that kid. Yeah, no, it, it, I is, love surprising, it is surprising to see a nice, well-rounded team. That offensive line does look a million times better than it did last year when Joe Burrow was getting murdered back there. Their defense yes. is playing solid. I, I I do like the Bengals. I think I think they're a solid team. I don't think they're a playoff team or anything like that. Oh, I do. I think they're a team in the middle of the pack, and they're on the upswing for the next couple of years. I, I would agree. I don't know that they make the playoffs this season, but they are definitely trending upward. Before we uh, wrap this thing up, guys, let's go ahead and take a break and hear from a couple of our sponsors, and we'll be back with you in one minute. Let's go. Hello, this is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Real estate is hot right now, and you need an attorney to handle all of this. My guy, Mark Berardi, does this all day long. He's a straight shooter. There's no fancy language. He's just to the point. And he and his team get the deal done. There's no BS. He also does estate planning, trusts, wills, and power of attorney. He has great reviews up and down the board from a ton of happy clients. For him and his big team, they're all just down-to-earth and normal people as much as he is. You will not be disappointed you went with him. He's located in Homer Glen and New Lenox, 
that handles real estate all over Illinois. There's no place too far. So give them a call today at 708-942-8030. Again, that's 708-942-8030. Or look them up online at Mark Berardi and Associates. Welcome back to the world's best fantasy show on 1252 Entertainment Sports. We got Tarble. We got Tyler. We're just a few minutes away from kickoff almost. Two games we didn't touch on, guys. The Browns visit Minnesota. And on your list, Tyler, somewhere I bet you Kirk Cousins is statistically having one of the best careers of his uh career so far best seasons yeah he, cousins he is been, playing great and that's without the, dalvin cook is he playing today dalvin cook is back it has already been reported this morning so kirk cousins on the season right now is qb5 last Jeez. year he finished the season as qb12 in a over his last last 16 games He's thrown like 4,800 yards, like 32 touchdowns, and like four interceptions. He, he's been on a roll yep. dating back to even last season. Yet he gets no credit ever. Yeah. No. Ever. You know, somebody had a throw. If Justin Jefferson was the big rookie breakout last year, last season, somebody's got to get Justin Jefferson the ball. Cousins has never hurt. He plays every game. He's just not flashy. That's correct. Minnesota, Tyler, is a team you got to worry about for Green Bay's purposes. Who do you like better, Minnesota or Green Bay? (laughs) It is Green Bay without a doubt. Oh, yeah, there is a doubt. (laughs) There is a doubt. And the Browns, uh, OBJ, is uh, Jarvis Landry playing or not, Tyler? Jarvis Landry's out. I think he's. I believe he's still on IR. I think he was placed on IR last week. But uh, yes. yeah, the only okay. the only guy there is OBJ. You do have Donovan Peoples Jones as the wide receiver, and well. you do have my guy Schwartz, whatever his first name is. I just love his last name. Do any <laughs> of you? I have no faith in any Buffalo running back. Simple period. End of story. I have no faith in them. Yeah, Pig Dog. If that is uh, any. Any variation of PPR, Myers is without a doubt the better play there. If it's yes. if it's standard, yep. there's some sort of a question, but any type of PPR league, half point or full, I uh, you have to go Myers there. Uh, crazy stat about Myers. So there's only one player in NFL history who has more targets over their career without a touchdown, and that was Eric Bieniemy. Really, Jacoby Myers. And isn't Bianami a, a coach on the Chiefs? Yeah, he's, he's going to be a UFC coach. By the way, I predict right here, October third, twenty twenty-one, next year's USC football coach will be Eric Bianami. Guy deserves a head coaching job, and the NFL okay. for whatever reason passes him up, passes him up, passes him up. I don't know why he's going to go to USC and make them a actual playoff contending team out there one game we haven't touched about i wouldn't even watch this game going into atlanta you got uh the washington football team i have no interest at all other than the falcons got a lot of good fantasy players but they do nothing uh I wouldn't say they have a lot of good fantasy players. I'd say well, they, they do have, have you, you know, one of the top five receivers uh, they have. I mean, uh, I just thought they were going to be better offensively than they have proven so far. And Washington doesn't even have a defense anymore. And that was the creme de la creme of their team. I think Washington pulls this one out this week, guys. Bold prediction. I don't know if that's bold. I think I think the Falcons are, are absolutely terrible. The Falcons are bad. Falcons are a bad team, but yeah, it, it's pretty bad. It. I mean, I don't I don't know how you. And go we're the supposed last to be this years. bad. I think Tarbell freezed. Uh, I I think you're freezing on our side space, but yeah. uh, with that being said, I think that 
Atlanta's just not got it. Atlanta's never going to live up to their potential. I mean, I don't think I think Matt Ice is done. I think he's washed. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's still a competent quarterback, <clears throat> but just with that offense, that offense just amplifies how much he's declined over the last couple seasons. Yeah, exactly. And they don't do anything to help him either. But mm-hmm. yeah, the Washington football team, I thought when Fitzmagic went down that they would be down and out for the rest of the season. And that's not so much the case. I mean, they're they're not doing they're not doing great. They're not doing horrible. They're a middle of the pack team right now, but they are playing better than I thought they would be at this point. Yeah, no, uh, Taylor Heineke has stepped in. He, he hasn't lit the world on fire, but he's, he's doing just enough to keep them in the game and not not lose the game for them. Yeah, I would agree for sure. Uh, well, I guess moving on to wrap the show up, Tyler, I believe you have some, I'm not even going to say hot bets because of your 0-5 <laughs> streak, but uh, you've got some bets for us to finish up here, do you not? Yes, I do. I got some bets, and uh, I got a couple streamers. So I'll, I'll go with the bets first. Uh, I got three bets. Uh, the streak I'm going on right now may not be a bad idea to fade them and bet the opposite side until <laughs> I until I turn it around a little bit. But, uh, yeah, first bet here, we got OBJ over 64.5 receiving yards. Um, the Minnesota defense is done. They've been terrible for the last yes. couple seasons. OBJ came back last week, wasn't limited at all. He was very much involved, 77 receiving yards in his first game back off the torn ACL, 64 yep. and a half. It's, I think it's a nice line. And just with a cake matchup and nobody else really to catch passes besides OBJ in that offense, I think it's a solid bet. Uh, another okay. one, Derrick Henry over 26 and a half rushing attempts. They have absolutely no wide receivers. Uh, I think they just pound the ball down the Jets' throats the entire game. I, I think he can get up to 35 rushing attempts in this game. You said over 26 and a half? Over 26 and a half attempts. That is the line right now on DraftKings. That is the only two-unit bet I made this week. And okay. then uh, the last last bet I have right here is a ple- or not a pleaser. It's a teaser. It's a, a six-point teaser. I got the Kansas City Chiefs, Tennessee Titans, Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, I teased it all by six, so I got Kansas City minus one, Tennessee at a pick 'em, Green Bay at minus half a point, and then Tampa Bay at minus one. Very nice. Well, I think looking at the three bets that you just gave, if I was going to lay my money, I – I would have to think it'd be on the Derrick Henry bet if I was choosing one bet this week. Just because, as you said, they're playing the goddamn Jets, and we know the Jets are horrible. So Mm -hmm. uh, in that regard, like you said, they'll probably just pound the ball right down their throat, and hopefully Henry has a big game because he's on my fantasy team. So, (laughs) All right, then that. Yeah, before we get out of here, though, I'll uh, I'll end it with some streamers here. So a quarterback for this week, I got Sam Darnold at Dallas, or not, I don't, I'm, or no, they're at home versus, no, they're at Dallas, right? Yeah, they're in Dallas. Okay, so yeah, they're at Dallas. Uh, Sam Darnold, he's rostered in 36% of leagues. Uh, I think he's got a solid matchup. He's been playing oh, yeah. phenomenal compared to how he played in New York. I think he's a low-end oh, low QB1 for the week. And then Taylor Heineke versus Atlanta. Very, very soft defense. Taylor Heineke hasn't scored less than 22 points in a game he has started. And it's not, okay. it's not he's not lighting it up through the air. It's just it's just his rushing floor. We've, I've talked about it, I believe, every single week we've done this show about the quarterbacks with their rushing abilities. They're a cheat code. We saw a couple weeks ago Jalen Hurts, what, he didn't have any touchdowns in the game. He still put up 23 fantasy points. Yeah, it's it's just a cheat code. It's it's the way to it's the way the NFL has evolved and fantasy football has evolved. The statues that are thrown from the pocket might might win you some weeks, but they're not they're not going to put you over the edge like the guys with the rushing ability have the chance to do. 
absolutely agree there. I if that excites me to see what Justin Fields does as as the future for the Bears. I think next season he could be a great fantasy asset uh, with his rush ability if they utilize him correctly. So right before we started the show, I did have Justin Fields as my as a streaming quarterback over Taylor Heineke. But just as a second look through right before we went live, I took Justin Fields out and put in Taylor Heineke. But I do believe Justin Fields, if Bill Lazor is calling the plays, I think he's a solid. He could be a solid play this week. I think he has the ability to get into the QB1 range. Yeah. All all indications point that Bill Lazor is calling plays this week. Uh our our guy Allen has heard it from one of his sources that Laser's going to be the guy, and it was. Uh, if that's the case, it's going to be a completely different game. And like you said, Fields might be a QB one on the week against a very soft Detroit defense. So yes, all right. Over at running back, uh, they are not good options, but if you're going to the waiver wire Sunday, like we said before. You're not really going to get the best options, but it's uh, J.D. Right. McKissick versus Atlanta. If Atlanta does get ahead in that game, he will be a lot more involved because he gets all of his work in the passing game. For some reason, they have not been using right. Antonio Gibson very much in the passing game, which makes no sense. But J.D. McKiss- McKissick is involved in the passing game, so I think he's a solid PPR option. And then Peyton Barber versus the Chargers. I don't know what it is. Gruden loves Peyton Barber for some reason. He yeah press, press conference this week. He was talking about, oh yeah, Jacobs is going to be back, but I won't hesitate to put Peyton Barber in the lead role. Like, what do you mean? You just spent a first round draft pick on Josh Jacobs a couple of years ago, right? Picked, picked up Peyton Barber in the off season as a depth piece. I don't know how you have him jumping. Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs, but I mean, you got to follow where the touches are in fantasy football. If Gruden's going to keep right. using him in the backfield, especially in this game, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. The Chargers and the Raiders. I mean, yes. I think Pey- Peyton Barber does have the ability to possibly get into the flex conversation this week. Okay. Wide receiver, I got Tim Patrick versus Baltimore with Judy and Camler or K.J. Hamler out. It's just Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton. I think Tim Patrick's a nice PPR flex for the week. And then okay. Curtis Samuel making his season debut against Atlanta. I think he's available in 59% of leagues. So even if you do not want to play him this week, which it's not it's not the best option coming off an injury, coming off the IR, Right. But Kurt, Curtis Samuel is a nice hold for the rest of the year, so if you do have the ability and the room on your roster, you can pick him up. I do like him rest of season. He was a wide receiver coming into the year that I was very high on, and just the injuries derailed that. But, yeah, Curtis Samuel against Atlanta. Tight end, I got Austin Hooper versus Minnesota and okay. Dawson Knox versus Houston. Don't like either one of the options, but I think Knox versus Houston is the better option. We've seen it. When Buffalo has gotten up this year, they do not let up. They just keep on passing and passing and passing. And going up against Houston, it's an extremely soft defense. If you're streaming a tight end, you're hoping for a touchdown, and I think Dawson Knox does have the chance to get a touchdown this week. Cooper was a guy a couple years ago that was a – a starting tight end in a lot of leagues. So I think uh, obviously different team with a different skill set now, but mm-hmm. I think Hooper gets a touchdown today. I'll go I'll go out on a limb and say that. Yeah, Hooper parlayed that season into the richest tight end contract in NFL history. Crazy. Crazy yeah, to think that that's the case. Absolutely nuts. But, but yeah, oh, that's uh, I got. Great picks there, Tyler. Uh as always, guys, we appreciate you joining us. Real quick, uh, our guy Alan Bratcher is going to be having his Bears fans with a brain pregame show starting here in just a few minutes. Actually, he's probably live now, so if you're a Bears fan, go be sure to go jump over to that stream. Uh, we did add a new show here on 1252, uh, the over-under with our guy Harry the Greek. 
uh, betting aficionado. So uh, be sure to check out Harry as well. Uh, we got one question here in the chat before we go, Tyler. Crowder, Singletary, or McKissick in a PPR league? I'm going to say McKissick. I oh, I had McKissick on my bench two weeks ago, and he got 17 points on my bench. It was horrible. I was disappointed. Yeah, oh, man, that, that one is rough. I think Crowder's ruled out. I think, I think it's a coin flip there. I'd, I'd probably go Singletary over McKissick, but I, I think that's a coin flip. Okay. Uh, go for, but, go yes, flip the coin. lots of good things going on here at 1252 Sports, guys. Be sure to check out all the other shows on the network. As always, you can listen day after on Spotify. Uh, like, subscribe, and follow to our YouTube and Twitch. And with that, guys, have a good Sunday. Go Bears. Hopefully uh, I'm a little bit happier next week when the Bears uh, pull it out here against Detroit. I'm, I can't even say that, right, because I'm just so nervous to see what the train wreck is or isn't this afternoon. But with that being said, have a good have a good Sunday, guys, and we'll see you next week. See you guys later. Go Pack Go.